0: listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA Podcast with host Jonathan Pemba and James Grande. Well, what's going on, F.A. Nation? Jonathan Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS Podcast. Here recording for Friday's seven-game main slate. Uh, James, you know, coming back from the all-star break now, uh, getting really into the thick things. We had a big 11-game slate on Thursday. Uh, And now we have a a pretty interesting seven-gamer here, which, you know, as we talk all the time, this six-to-eight-game range is sort of where we like to sit.
1: Yeah, um, definitely where we like to sit. Definitely going to be interesting, though, moving forward the rest of the day, just how these uh, injury-riddled teams and players end up, uh, what their statuses end up, because there's a lot of them.
0: It's also almost not even safe until the the uh, trade deadline. I know, I know. Because who knows what veteran is going to be sat by their team next.
1: Right. We just saw last night, just out of the blue, PJ Tucker, who plays ext- every game, starts every game, plays a whole bunch of minutes to sit. Um, and not that PJ Tucker is like this world beater, but, you know, um, people on trade uh, this year, we've seen people that are potentially being traded are sitting and they're being rested, so their um, GMs don't have to, to risk any injury. So uh, it's definitely interesting to how things are going to shake up. When is the deadline?
0: Uh, it's March something, March 20th. Deadline.
1: It is March 25th, so oh. 13 days away. So mm-hmm. definitely stuff to monitor.
0: For sure. And any veteran on a team that's losing in yeah.
1: danger of
0: not, not safe. safe yeah, yeah they're not, not safe not safe at all um but let's just jump into it like said, so, we got seven games here we got some good game totals Philadelphia Washington uh Sixers on second night of a back-to-back uh again no Ben Simmons no Joel Embiid last night uh Embiid is supposedly eligible to return today we don't know if that will happen Simmons is out he can't return until tomorrow um so we we at least know that likelihood of Shake Milton coming off the bench, Seth Curry probably starting at point guard again like we saw. Matisse Thybul, he actually played pretty well last night, James. We you and I were kind of dogging him a little bit in our our DMs. Uh, he got up the steals, but then he came through with 13 actual points as well. We'll see if he re-enters the target line cuz good matchup here against the Wizards with a questionable Bradley Beal as well, 234 game total in that one. Denver, Memphis, 227 and a half game total there. Memphis is only getting three. That feels like a little suspicious line to me. You know, Denver could be getting back some of their uh guys. I think. I think I thought I saw the injury report they have. They're like, all
1: questionable. Yeah, they're all questionable.
0: Yeah. So like, you know, the guys that had been out Millstap, et cetera, could be back. So that line feels a little light to me. I don't know if you agree or not, but we can talk about that. Cleveland, New Orleans Cavs are on a uh sorry, New Orleans is on a back-to-back here after getting smoked by the Timberwolves last night. game total uh, in that one. The Pelicans are seven-point favorites. Miami-Chicago, only at 219.5 total there. Uh, Miami's on the second night of a back-to-back. Bam, still questionable for that game. We have Orlando-San Antonio. Orlando on a back-to-back. 214.5 game total. Uh, San Antonio, no DeRozan, no Aldridge for this game. Houston, Utah. Houston on a back-to-back, as we already mentioned uh, John Wall missed last night's game uh, due to a bruised knee. We'll see if he returns. We'll also wonder if Victor Oladipo is going to play the second night of a back-to-back because he hasn't been doing that. Um, and we know that no PJ Tucker uh, will be there for that game. Uh, the 226 total. Utah is a 17-point favorite. That's right, 17. Only, only 17? 17. 17-point <laughs> favorite. Open as a 15 and a half, and Vegas public was like nope that's too low we're betting over uh so 17 <laughs> point favorite there for utah at home against houston uh and then our late night hammer tonight pacers lakers 216 and a half four and a half game total there um some low totals here james huh a couple of games on your 220 feels like it's been a while since we've seen more than one uh we got three on the slate
1: yeah and of course uh one of the biggest totals we have is a 17 point spread so Um, P.K., we can't win here, John. We just can't freaking win.
0: Not only can't we win, Tom Brady just signed a four-year contract extension with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, talking about teams that are winning. uh, (laughs) Tampa Bay signing Tom Brady for four more years. New England brought back Cam Newton. So, you know, hey, uh, teams going in opposite directions. But this is a basketball podcast. I digress. Uh, Let's go ahead and kick off at the point guard position here. Uh, James at the top. Russell Westbrook against Philadelphia. I mean, one, he's already he's just in, like, prime Russell Westbrook form. But Bradley Beal doesn't play. And you Against a Sixers team that could be without their two best players, on a slate like this, you, you got to go in.
1: Yeah, I think Westbrook would become what? I mean, you put him up there with Jokic probably as the top play of the slate, 1A, 1B situation. So um, if Beal were to sit, it's pretty hard to lock Westbrook. And the only thing I'll say is could – I know – Philly would be without Simmons and Embiid, but do you think Washington is good enough to keep it close? Like the Bulls weren't against Philly, um, so I just I'm just curious if if Washington would keep it close. I guess. Um,
0: I mean, it's probably unlikely, right? But
1: <laughs> you know, like Washington is. Definitely. They've definitely played better, but they're bad.
0: Yeah, they've hung around. They've been getting better. You know, now that, you know, Davis Bertans has played a lot better lately. So he's at least helping them a little bit in terms of that secondary scoring when it's not just Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook. So, I mean, they can continue to get more production out of those guys. And I think that they could hang around. Um, but, I mean, Russ is going to play his minutes really regardless. Yeah, you're, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. Um, but you're not wrong, right? Like if Philly goes up thirty, you know, <laughs> what's this game even look like, really? So, um, and if Embiid plays, I, I give that even a greater right. edge. Um, and I would play Embiid over Westbrook as my top play of the slate. I think.
1: Yeah, with no Simmons, I think Embiid has a 1.8 yep. point per minute uh, output. So yeah, I'd probably lean Embiid, but you could probably. Figure he had out Four
0: fantasy points the last time Simmons was in a play.
1: So <laughs> you could probably figure out a way to play both. Um, uh, but I mean I agree. It's it's embied and uh yeah, uh, coast coast to sixty plus easy.
0: If yeah, that's the case. Yeah. Uh big price drop down again on FanDuel. DraftKings uh we see Westbrook at 10 2 um the next point guard on Draftkings uh is John Wall at 8500 dollars again questionable but 17 point spread nah, probably out on that one not gonna not, not the only players on Houston that i am interested in today is probably Kevin Porter and Kenyon Martin uh that's those are probably the only two guys uh I would potentially even be looking at and even then uh it's it's still not a great matchup for them even in blowout scenarios. so I'm out on John Wall tonight, even if he plays. I don't know if you agree with that sentiment or not, but, you know, similar price points here. John ja Morant's at 83. DeJounte Murray's at 8,200. Those are the other uh, guards in that 8K range. Uh, you know, what's your take?
1: I'm definitely out on Wall. Definitely love Ja. Um, 44, 51, 58 fancy points. Double-doubles and two of three. 20 or more actual points in three straight. And five-plus rebounds in three straight. He's he's just clicking on all cylinders. Uh, So I love Morant. Um, Been really good at home this year, too, John. Shooting 47%, uh, averaging 22 actual compared to 16 on the road, 40 fantasy points compared to 33. Uh, So I love Morant. I I think Brogdon is fine. Probably,
0: though, like, I don't know... Dejounte against Orlando with no DDR. right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I would say Dejounte. I don't, I don't see a way around that. You know, I've loved attacking Orlando at yeah. the point guard position, and I like don't
0: seventy five hundred on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, that is a, a weird price, and so is Dennis Schroeder at Schroeder rather yes, at sixty two hundred dollars. I don't know why he's sixty two hundred considering fifty
0: seven on. Yeah, track. like
1: we. Like the sites are aware that Anthony Davis will not be playing, right? Like that was, I feel apparent. Coming right. out of the break, you had time to adjust. It's very hard not to play him. It like it just is. Yeah. You get your late night exposure. He's coming off. I mean, forty six in the game yeah. prior to the break, and, and I know there was happening.
0: no LeBron in that game. So there just, was
1: no LeBron, sure, but okay. The game prior, he took seventeen shots right. against a tough Phoenix defense. Um, uh, thirty fantasy points, and he's gone for thirty fantasy points in four of his last five. Like I, mm-hmm. I, LeBron or not, he is the clear-cut number two option.
0: Oh, yep, I agree with you. I, I'm a big Dennis shooter guy for sure. Um, and like I said, he's cheaper than Shake Milton on on DraftKings. I mean, wow. Fanduel rather cheaper than Shake on Fanduel. Uh, Shake is fifty-eight hundred. So that was
1: forty-two hundred. John, Shake was on. Thursday slate. So that's crazy. He
0: didn't start. He played twenty-four minutes, still gave you twenty-five fantasy points in that game. I mean, he, he is a good player. Um, I wish I wish he would start. Uh, right a good spot against Washington for to do it, but I think I'm probably playing true like you said, um, over him in, in this situation. Um, what do you think about Derek White? Derek White played twenty-seven minutes against Dallas, didn't make a shot pretty much. Uh, he had eight fantasy points in that game, but at least he played twenty-seven minutes. And before his last injury stint he gave you 45 fantasy points in 26 minutes against Charlotte. So like we've seen like when he plays minutes, he's given us some decent production. Just the first game back, you know, he was he was rusty, you know? So like, you know, do you have any interest in Derek white here again, given the limited uh, San Antonio rotation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I was actually looking up numbers with DDR and LMA off the floor Um, because we know both of them are going to be out. Uh, They're gaudy for Derek White. 27% usage rate leads the way. Um, It's a a 73-minute sample, so, you know, moderate. But that's also because injuries have kept all three of these guys out of the lineup together. Um, But 27% usage, 1.17 fantasy points per minute, John. That's as many. uh, Well, first, that leads the team in usage and is tied with DeJounte Murray for fantasy point per minute average. So, yeah, I, I love Derek White here. Um, obviously, the Spurs do, too, if they're going to give him 27 minutes after a month layoff. So, uh, yeah, I think Derek White back in a great position. 4,900, and again, magic front, magic backcourt defense. Uh, sign me up for Derek White. Man, 4,900, that feels like a miss. Um, I'd even throw, honestly, I'd even throw Patty Mills into the equation, too. Ah, uh, forty-five hundred. He's gone for twenty or more fantasy points in four straight, five yeah. or six. Um, and and the minutes, John, for Patty Mills, 30, yeah, been 30, 31, 21, 27, 29. So they're, they're very consistent. If he gets hot, uh, we know Patty Mills can light it up.
0: Um, Michael Carter-Williams, you can run it back here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going up against Antonio, we love going up against those guards. Uh, you know, in a tough game against Miami, you know, really a tough spot for most guards to go up against. Nope, 17-4-7, 29 fantasy points. He's 4,900 on FanDuel. So, like, under 5K, Michael Carter-Williams could be without Fournier, could be without Ross again. Um, and a spot against San Antonio, I think that's, you know, it's borderline core play for me, I think.
1: Yeah, especially in current form, I agree. And um, San Antonio, 28, or 29, 28th against uh, point guards. And flip side of that game, we touted White, Murray, Mills, um Orlando 29th. So there is no defense being played at this against guards in this game. Um, I think they're all in play, but I do agree. If Fournier Ross sit again, I, I also maybe Aaron Gordon sitting on a back to back as well. Yeah. Uh would free up Carter Williams even more. Um it would definitely be a core play, Forty nine hundred sixty three 63 on DraftKings, I don't find as corey. Like shorter 62 Derek white 49 you know i i think there are other routes to go but at 49 on vandal that's that's really really cheap
0: yeah i'd probably play my take my chances with Derek white now if i'm playing cash i'd probably pay the 63 for carter yep. williams agreed um you know but i mean like you mentioned like tj mcconnell even still cheaper shake milton mm-hmm. cheaper like I, I could definitely see different you know, ways to go there um What's this? What do we have here for Cole Anthony news? Now, he's out for this. This note says he's out for Thursday. All
1: right. So, I guess if he plays, that obviously muddies the waters.
0: Yeah. the, The team note says that he was that he's most certainly out for Friday, but it hasn't been officially updated. So,
1: well, let's well, obviously, something to monitor. Right. I mean, we have to monitor a lot of magic news regardless. Right. Like Terrence Ross was questionable before eventually being ruled out. Um, I think if he plays that slight like bump down to Carter Williams. Right. Fournier obviously if he plays, that's a massive bump down to Carter Williams. So correct, correct.
0: Um Sterling Brown played thirty one minutes last night. He's one hundred dollars above men on FanDuel. <laughs> for
1: whatever reason he's the point guard. Um
0: Yeah, I mean three straight games over thirty minutes for Sterling Brown, by the way.
1: So when you said when you said the thing about just playing Kevin Porter and like I think all of Houston under five K is in play. Is that fair? Like,
0: yeah, because they're if if they're without Oladipo and Gordon, right? Like, we're assuming that we're assuming wall plays. We're thinking Oladipo sits
1: on the second half, yeah, back to back. It's kind of how it's been. Yeah, it's kind of how it's been. Right.
0: Then, right, we're we're back to this like nine man Houston Rockets team. Now the G League is, is that. over. The G League is over, so like a lot of those guys are back on their roster. Right. Um, you know, so they they have Anthony Lamb, they have Kevin uh Kenyon Martin Jr., they have Kevin Porter. So like their depth is a little bit deeper than it was, you know, last week or prior to the all star break. But right. I, I think overall, you know, the same guys are gonna be sort of playing here.
1: Yeah, but now like you're right when it comes in terms of like the G League guys, but no PJ Tucker possibly no Daniel House, possibly no Eric Gordon, possibly no Oladipo. I mean, even possibly no Wall. Like, let's let's just you know, who knows if the injury is serious? And, and we think it's, you know, them just using the, the knee as an excuse to, yeah. for him not to play in back-to-back, but you don't know. Like, he could actually be I mean, he's been, you know, very injured for quite some time. So, I mean, they could be really depleted, and I know it's a 17-point spread, but they're just going to be forced to play guys, regardless. Yep. So uh, I can to, I can get behind Sterling Brown.
0: All right, let's go to shooting guard here. Brad Beal, obviously, if he's active, he's always in play. Um, you know, the knee is is a could be a concern, but I mean, the dude just just scores. So yeah. like, and I'm not saying like that's all he does, but I just mean like he just scores fantasy points. I think is a better way to put it up. Like he just he's just a monster. Um, Zach Levine, same sentiments as always. Cash game is fine. Uh, the last two games, uh, you know, the other night against Philly, last night against Philly, rather um, not great. You know, we expected more out of him. You know, down game coming out of the All Star break, but before then, he's he's pretty much lock and load for forty five. So I'm I'm fine if you want to, you know, go there for cash. You're not games.
1: worried. Not worried about Butler in a revenge narrative returning to Chicago. Definitely guarding Levine uh, all game.
0: not really. I don't. I'm not too concerned about that. Okay. That doesn't bother me as much. I mean, like, I,
1: I understand it, but I also
0: look at, like, I, I, I'm slowly beginning a little bit more to, like, regular season defense. You know, like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not, not the same. No. Yeah, if this was, you know, Eastern Conference finals or something like that, then sure, like, you know, Jimmy's going to give his his effort. But a uh, second game back from an All-Star break, I don't know if Butler's out there to play lockdown on Levine. Um, you know, we thought that about Marcus Smart maybe yesterday, and, and Kyrie basically torched the Celtics. So, uh, and and Smart actually apparently was on Kyrie for uh, more a lot of those possessions. So, uh, okay. Uh, but I mean, it, it's yes, it's a reason to avoid paying ninety four hundred dollars for Levine for sure. If you're looking for something not to, um, Donny Mitchell a blowout scenario, even though the price is eighty two hundred, probably not going there. Uh, love Colin Sexton though. It- L- love Colin Sexton.
1: Yep. And Garland's questionable.
0: Yeah, Garland's questionable. I love Garland, too. Uh, I'm not worried about Nance back. I'm not worried about Possible Love being – like, Sexton scoring all the points, right? Like, him and Garland are the scorers on the team. Jared Allen fits in there as well. But we love attacking New Orleans at the guard spot. Sexton's been an animal lately, um, you know, prior to the All-Star break. Now, playing a boatload of minutes, I think some of these games were overtime, I have to assume. Uh, if not, he's played 44, 41, and 43 minutes in, in non-overtime games. Um, uh, I don't have the box scores in front of me. That just seems like a, a ridiculous amount of minutes for someone to be playing. I don't think Cleveland's all of a sudden being coached by Tom Thibodeau. But um, if he's playing 40 minutes in a non-overtime scenario, like more of a reason to play Colin Sexton. John, I mean.
1: how, many, how many of those games do you think went to overtime? So I, I'm
0: pretty sure the night he played 44 minutes wasn't an overtime game, but... Uh, I'm going to go with one.
1: So, he did not play the Pacers game, where yeah. he played 43 minutes. Yeah, Not an overtime game.
0: Right, because I think TJ McConnell also played like all but two minutes in that game, if I remember
1: correctly. The Rockets game, 42 yeah. minutes. Not an overtime game. The Philly game, though, was an okay. overtime. So, uh, he's playing 40 minutes. Repeatedly. He's playing 40, no matter what.
0: Right, so seventy eight hundred for Colin Sexton. Again, I've I've liked him for a while. Uh, you know, Sean's criticisms of him of being just a scorer is completely accurate. But then lately, we're getting more production. So it's like, you know, the seemingly gone are the days where Colin Sexton scores twenty five actual and thirty two fantasy points. Right, like yep. he, he he's giving us you know more stats. The steals have been there. He's shipping with some rebounds. Shipping in with some assists. But he's also like taking 25 shots and scoring like 30 actuals. So, uh, ceiling there for him is fine. Um, where are you else you're looking at this shooting guard spot mid tier?
1: Um, mid tier, like if you want to play blowout narrative, I think Clarkson could probably get up to like 28, 29 minutes against in a really, really good spot. Um, I would consider him. I don't hate Eric Bledsoe. I know he looked horrible in that Minnesota game, but they all did looked horrible in 21 minutes, so he should be pretty well rested. Um, I think we can go back to the Seth Curry. Well, it's someone that you and I talked about. Yeah. Before that Philly game, I mean, 29 fantasy points in 25 minutes, and he started at point guard. You know, 12, 7, 2, and 2. Like he was very efficient. Um, and I would, I mean, Tyler Hero's price continues to fall. 5,600 on DraftKings, look, he's not playing more than 30 minutes, but 31 fantasy points last night, uh, Chicago doesn't really have anyone to guard him. So I think Tyler Hero at 5,600 is kind of too cheap, and I think we could get, like, 35 to 40 fantasy points out of him here.
0: Yeah, do you think anybody sits on the second night of back-to-back for Miami? Goran Dragic maybe? I mean, I don't think buckets would sit on the second night of back-to-back going into Chicago. But, I mean, like, any of those guys, again, we we don't know. It's the NBA. Anything, I think, here is, is possible. Um, Seth Curry, you mentioned. I like that call at $5,000. Does Lonnie Walker get a boost for you at all?
1: Could. Mm, he didn't play a lot the other night. And I think that has to do with Derek White and Patty Mills playing a lot. Sure. So... Uh, I'm gonna probably stay away and play the other San Antonio guys, but I guess DDR wasn't out. Something, something to consider. But like on DraftKings, he's 44. Sterling Brown's 45. I'd rather play Sterling Brown. Um, I could play Dylan Brooks, who has looked pretty good. Yeah. In, in recent form, he's 52. I could play Desmond Bain, who started and scored 20 actual, played 31 minutes against Washington. I think what about that's. The do you play the bacon? And I, and that's the kicker, Dwayne Bacon, forty two hundred. He hit like six like six shots in a row in, in the last night, um, three being three pointers. You can go there. So I I, pu-
0: I put it on the playbook yesterday when uh, Orlando was going through their issues. They had no Terrence Ross, no Evan Fournier. Wait, Dwayne Bacon was in the starting lineup, playing like thirty minutes a night and giving us you know. 20 actual a couple times, like giving he had a run of was it one, two, three, four, five. He had a run of like eight games where he gave you at least twenty plus fantasy points. So like if if those guys are all out, he's actually a viable player. And James, he's min price on FanDuel.
1: Dwayne Bacon is min price on FanDuel, huh?
0: Yep, thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Desmond Bain is thirty six hundred dollars.
1: So Grayson Allen's back. I think yeah. that's something to probably going to hinder desmond bain um because allen's been in the rotation all year right. long so yeah. i would definitely lean dwayne bacon in that in that scenario
0: i agree with you there a uh, small forward uh lebron against pacers that's fine coming yeah. out of the all-star break no problems there um buckets again going into chicago 9600
1: 63 fancy i mean the dude He is rolling yeah,
0: if bam's not there he's he's He should be a 10K player. So, uh, you know, he's priced appropriately for me, all formats, no problems. Um, Where are you with Brandon Ingram? He's under 8K now on FanDuel. He's $7,700.
1: That's the only place I'd play him because he's not under 8K on DraftKings. DraftKings loves Brandon Ingram. DraftKings <laughs> will never lower his price below 8K. He's 8300. I feel like that was like that's even more expensive. No, it's 80. He's been 83 or 84 like the last like six late. So yeah. Um, on Fanduel it's fine, but it's not it's the Zion Zion show, man. And and honestly, if if we're being honest, Lonzo Ball has been more consistent than Ingram lately. So. Yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not paying that price uh, i'd rather go down and play you does, know
0: does, do the does guys like Millsap and jermichael green all those guys potentially coming back tonight michael porter does that oh it hurts michael
1: there? porter for sure if, if they're out i'm definitely in on michael porter if they're in i think we should probably take a step back 7400 is a little too expensive for okay, me and he's 67 on fanduel
0: uh, fanduel has moved terrence ross small forward now as well, so both he and Fournier, are both small forwards, uh, which is fine because they sub for another. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset with this. I'm just upset in general uh, with how they handle the, the positions. But um, if if one or both are active, like I'm okay with either against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're both really good plays. Uh, no, no, Kyle Anderson probably probably the same case with Will Barton, right? With everybody yep. coming back. Yep. Can't touch the Bojan with Houston. Larry Nance, do we think he's limited if he plays?
1: I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's weird because they're giving a lot of different guys a lot of run, and I don't think they're going to be like, well, you know. Teams have tried to trade for Larry Nance apparently, and Cleveland's told them he's not available. So like, hmm. So he's part of their right. Like I feel like.
0: I've, that or they're just saying that to get a better deal. But, like, if you look at who they have at power forward right now, you know, it's Torian Prince, so I think they're previously ready to probably, like, go, I imagine. He could be a bio candidate for them. Uh, they're playing Dean Wade over Torian Prince, for crying out loud. Um, you know, but like I said, Wade, Windler, like, those are guys that have been playing power forward for them while Nance has been out. I have to feel like Nance is the guy for them at that spot.
1: I will... Take the wait and see approach, but I okay. don't blame you if you want to play minutes tournament. Okay,
0: uh, Kelden, Kelden with no. Yeah,
1: data. yep. I think Kelden is fine, and I think um, the price is really nice. I don't love that he only played twenty two minutes after having like six more days to work on his conditioning. Right. <laughs> That's a little like worrisome, right? Like that was the the problem was conditioning, and then he had six days off to get in better shape, and uh, we got popped almost. So, sure in tournaments, but, like, you know, all roads lead back to Kevin Porter Jr. anyway.
0: Yep, he's 4,900 on FanDuel
1: as a small Ah, Wow, 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 wow. I mean, him and Theibel, Porter is 32, Theibel 31. I feel like that's where you go on DraftKings. If kind of what we're predicting for Houston is true and what happens in Philly stays true like if if Simmons and Embiid sit I think we could play Thiebel. and I think if like I guess I guess I'd be interested what Houston does if Wall plays because they said Porter was going to quote be the backup point guard do we see them play together probably right um or you think that's going to just hold true where they're just Strictly playing Kevin Porter as the backup point guard. I would have to see where exactly if John Wall is active, would you play Kevin Porter? I guess is the question. It's a seventeen yes. point spread, so he's I, gonna play.
0: I would because I think right. I think if it gets to a blow point like he's in the game anyways, he's definitely part of the rotation. I'm trying to think of like who would play like they would they would go Ben Mack or Sterling Brown as shooting guard, probably, right? Like
1: Yeah. But they also could play either of those guys at small forward, just how depleted they are. Like, they're they they are not playing P.J. Tucker. They've agreed to part ways.
0: They, signed, they re-signed Mason Jones, my
1: boy. You they know? did re-sign Mason Jones, your boy. Um, but they just don't have front – I, I don't know. I just feel like Kevin Porter is just in a spot where he plays kind of regardless of scenario.
0: So, you're on FanDuel. Would you play – for Kevin Porter or $3,500 mid-price for Kenyon Martin because they're both small forwards.
1: Probably, probably Kenyon Martin.
0: Probably Kenyon Martin.
1: Who is a power forward only on...
0: Oh, that's his his position, so that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) FanDuel has a point guard in in Kevin Porter at small forward and a power forward in Kenyon Martin at small forward. So, uh, all good. Um, I would play both. (laughs) <laughs> trick question i'd probably play trick both. question
1: probably probably, probably,
0: probably gonna take the value on both because they're gonna get 30 minutes of run and applaud so um and and honestly like outside of jimmy butler and, and lebron like the rest of the small forward on fanduel is super yep. questionable so yep. agreed uh take take the value play those guys and move on um power forward zion against cleveland you know again 24-5-2 and two in a blowout against Minnesota, 30 fantasy points. Not what you want from a 9K play, but I have no problem running it back with him. I think he's uh, elite. But, James, Sabonis is finally getting a price down. He's not 10K anymore. He's $8,900. So oh, That's weird. I, I, I don't know what his DraftKings price is, but for 8900 I have a lot more interest in Sabonis than I did when he was 9800
1: I mean, he's going to be, at that price, one of the chalkiest players of the slate. He's 99 on DK. I thought that was actually a fairly good price. Yeah, so. we,
0: you and I go back and forth on that all the time. I hate paying 10K for him. Um,
1: I mean, he hasn't he, been great. I, he I'm hasn't not disagreeing. He yeah. he triple-doubled, and that was cool. Didn't score a lot the no. game before the ulcer break. Tough game. Um, to go
0: get Shalik. like, not hold that totally against him. But um, this should be a better matchup for him, right? Like, yep.
1: No Davis, no, no Gasol, David. no yeah. anyone really for... Them to, I mean, it's, he's literally going to play against Kuzma, Markeith, and, and Marcus, Harold.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that is a very. Damien,
0: they they re-signed Damian Jones to a ten-day
1: contract, so like. That is a really good spot for Spottis. I would definitely take him over Zion mm-hmm. in pretty much every scenario.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, we Bam has already ruled out. I mean, I know we've talked about this already. Just wanted to kind of bring that back up uh, around. Um, as as we come across it on Fanduel, um, Tobias Harris against the Wizards,
1: uh-huh. really good. Yesterday. What's his price on? What's his price on Fanduel? Seventy eight hundred. He got okay, he got a so price up because he
0: was sixty nine yesterday. Yeah. But you know, seventy eight hundred still. If no Embiid, if no Simmons, I have uh, this is a guy that I just continue to go back to. Yeah. He got hurt by the blood. It wasn't anything to do production wise. Thirty two fantasy points, in twenty five minutes. So like, you know, if he play, if Washington can keep it closer, or if if Beal and Westbrook play. Then Toby, you know, could get a full run here, so um, I like him at that cost. Uh, and then, you know, I was bringing up the the Bam thing there because Thad um, is still producing. You know, like he's still putting yeah. up good, good numbers, sixty um, six hundred dollars there on FanDuel.
1: Yeah, and he only played seventeen minutes due to Blot. So if
0: and he gave I, you thirty fantasy points in those seventeen minutes.
1: So, I'm just I'm just slightly like I don't think auto. I don't know if Otto Porter plays tonight due to back to back, but if he does, like, it's getting really muddy. Markkinen came also. back played twenty seven minutes. It's getting very muddy in the Bulls front court.
0: Do you think Markkinen That's... plays on the back to back?
1: Um, I think there's a possibility for any of them to sit, but I also think um, I trust Markkinen playing more than I trust Porter and his injury history. Right. Rich hit. Had- Rich injury history uh, to play.
0: Um, FanDuel move Rudy Gay to power forward.
1: Yep, DraftKings has him power forward only as well.
0: So he is $5,000. We know no LMA. We know DDR. And Gay, I've had him in my playbook a handful of times this season. Like, he's still just doing his thing, right? Like, he gives you, you know, mid-team scoring. He can rebound a little bit. He still can give you some steals here and there, occasionally blocks. Like, at 5K, is there is there interest for you here?
1: Yeah, I mean, they booted Lyles out of the rotation for him, and he just, like, thrust it in and played 27 minutes right off the bat. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have interest. 5,200, I have interest, too, on on DK. I think this, this tier, like, Hachimura, if Beal sits, I think is interesting. Gay at 52 is interesting. Um, Keldon's in this tier on on DK.
0: What's your uh, Kuzma Marquise price?
1: So I like Kuzma, and I I told you this. I'm pretty sure this game against Sacramento. Um, I told you, like I think Kuzma is in a very good spot to bounce back in tournaments. Yeah. Um, Again, no
0: LeBron, I think helped out a ton.
1: Definitely did. Um, Kuzma's 59, and Morris is.
0: Forty three. Yeah, Morris is forty one and Kuzma is fifty-six.
1: I mean Morris has been playing more. At least consistent minutes. He's been playing more than back
0: to back thirty minute games
1: for him. So so I could get behind him and I think Kuzma in tournaments is is okay. Um let's see if there's any Bert Bertan's forty five. If yep. uh Beal sits, I think he'll be I don't know if Pop, I don't know if he'll be popular, but also Denny. I know he's Denny's probably a small forward on FanDuel, Denny is, um, yeah, but he's small forward, power forward. We didn't mention him if Beale sits 24 25 26 last three games in terms of minutes and uh 25 six, seventeen, twenty 17 20 fantasy points, he's 3,800. I think Denny would be uh, an interesting tournament play if Bradley Beal sat.
0: Jayson Tate is a uh, forty-seven hundred dollars. 40.
1: Yeah, he's in play two fifty-eight on DK. I think he's in play as well.
0: Yeah, fifty-eight feels too much for me. I'd pay the forty-seven if I need. Yeah,
1: forty. To. I would. I too would pay the forty-seven, but um, dependent on who's out, I think for for Houston, I think fifty-eight would be something you can kind of leverage. Yep.
0: And, uh, at center position, Jokic is eleven-seven. Are you paying eleven seven for Jokic chair against Memphis?
1: Hmm, probably. But if Embiid, what's Embiid?
0: Embiid's a thousand dollars cheaper.
1: Yeah, I mean that. If Embiid plays, it's clear the clear cup pivot to you go to Embiid. So if um,
0: if, um, if Ross and Fournier are out, you have Vucevic at nine nine against San Antonio.
1: You know, uh, you know, I'm a fan, and he had a really good game on Thursday not a great game but well great from like an actual basketball perspective just right. fantasy 51 like he was good not great um yeah I would I would I would go back to the well on because I think if Embiid played I think all the ownership goes towards him Um if he doesn't all the ownership goes Dwight Howard's way after a big night so I think Vucevic is a way to uh get some low ownership there
0: uh, Middle-tier Jared Allen's at 8K against New Orleans. I'm not sure how you feel about Steven Adams' matchup, but uh, I know you are a big Jared Allen fan there. Uh, is coming off a of monster night against the Wizards, but now he draws Jokic. He had 29 points and 20 boards uh, against the Wizards. Uh, he got the 32 minutes, which is like – I feel like any time you get over 30 minutes for Joe Val, he, he gives you yeah. what you're looking for. Um you know, this could be a spot where they need him on for 30 minutes because Jokic is there, and uh, we'll see what happens. He has also been in foul trouble in a handful of games lately, too, so um, possibly something to worry about. Uh, and then Yaka Pertl played the 32 yep. minutes, just did nothing with it, but encouraging that he got 32 minutes.
1: Yeah, I think Joval, Joval tournaments only, um, Pertel, I think, is actually pretty fine for all formats. Probably more tournaments, but I think you can get away with it in cash, knowing there's no Aldrich there, and they need Purtle against uh, Vujovic. Like they need him to stay on the floor. So um, I think you can get away, John. Dwight. I just saw this. Dwight Howard is six thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, he's forty-eight hundred on Fanduel. Do we think Howard plays on back-to-back? Like
1: he has. I believe he has played back-to-backs this year. Maybe right. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. The problem I is know. we
0: haven't had a scenario like this where he would be starting back to back. Yeah. Enough, right. Or,
1: well, Tony probably... Bradley even started. So it wouldn't even matter. Like right. Tony Bradley, right. that would be interesting because Tony Bradley in just 22 minutes had 14, five and three blocks. So if right. Embiid was out and Dwight was out, I think Bradley would be super appealing. I guess He'd be super guess really, really, but... I'm not really
0: worried. I don't think about Howard being out. I'm worried about him playing limited.
1: Minutes, just right? plays 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a situation we avoid, but it's Washington. I like,
0: I feel yeah. I just feel uncomfortable. So here's the thing, right? Maybe this is where where I'm going with it. Kelly Olinick on Fanduel is cheaper now. Mm, yeah, he gets, he gets Chicago. He's been popping off. There's no Bam. You know, yesterday Dwight Howard was cheaper, right? He was 3,800, and Kelly O was 45. Well, they didn't touch Kelly Linux's price tag, and they bumped up Howard a thousand bucks. So. Like I, I almost feel like I'd be more comfortable with Olenek on in that scenario, knowing yep. that he's going to get that run.
1: So yeah, and Dwight just got the same matchup Kelly O's getting, and look yeah. what Dwight did against the Bulls. Um,
0: Patton got a thousand dollar bump.
1: That's interesting. He didn't play a lot. Nope. Um,
0: and, he did and not I don't. He had no
1: points. And <laughs> now he has Gobert. Right. It's. I think I'm staying away there. I think. Stephen Adams is actually interesting to me, okay. um, going up against Jared Allen, and it's a spot that we've attacked Jared Allen for years since he's come into league. Honestly, Stephen Adams fifty three hundred I think is interesting, um, because after him, I don't think there's a a what's Montrezl. Montrezl is fifty, it is six thousand eh. dollars, and like you said, that Sacramento game there was no LeBron, so. Um, and I know there's no Marcus so maybe that does, you know, give them the the luxury. But they could just play a small lineup. And is it that small? If they have like Markeith, Kuzma, LeBron, they're all six nine or or bigger. So they don't. I don't think they need Montrez to have an, like an expanded role. So I'm also not going to pay six K for him personally. Yep,
0: that's fine. Um, Any final thoughts here as we wrap up today's uh, podcast
1: preview of the seven-game slate? No, just again, something that we've said 100,000 times this year. Just please monitor the news up until roster lock because things are changing drastically.
0: I agree with you uh, on that one. So get on the lookout for everybody. Sean will have the playbook. Uh, We'll have all of your content ready for today's seven-game slate. You know where to get us on Twitter and in chat. Uh, And as the news breaks, we will, of course, have it for you. Uh, But for John, James, we will catch you guys next time.